Welcome to Topic Top Hat. I'm Rachel, your local craft smuggler with no filter. And I'm Brendan, bottomless fountain of useless information and professional toddler wrangler. And I am Amber, your local crazy cat lady and professional sass master. And no, I will not roast you. Welcome back to Topic Top Hat. Today we will be discussing a subject of the lingu language of flowers. However, before we start that, you finally got the answer to my question, didn't you, Amber? Okay, to be fair, I had this pulled up on Tuesday and I just forgot to mention it because as soon as you said it, I was on my phone going, Vapors, I know what this is, but it just blanked, so I was Googling it. So, and then, as we usually do, we got sidetracked, and the phone was forgotten. If it's not written down, it's not. It's it not exist. I'm I'm that person. I have to write it down to remember stuff. So, but the vapors was kind of considered a disease, quote unquote, that referred to certain mental or physical states, but typically it meant like hysteria, a little bit of mania. Um, Mood disorders, some people said it had to do with PMS, which is why it was more commonly women who were... Had the vapors. Yeah, who who were associated with the case of the vapors. So, there you go. It was it was like a female hysteria-esque type thing. Now, today we're jumping into what is called the Victorian language of flowers. Now, mind you, the language of flowers has extended far beyond and far past the Victorian history. It, it goes way back. And there were flowers that were considered sacred by the church. There were things like that. The terms did change over the years. So if you see a term that you thought a flower knew, it doesn't necessarily mean that that term that you had was not true. It just means that the past term may have changed. Yeah, there, That and there are else. several flowers that we've discovered and looked up that depending on the context in which it is given or the bouquet it's in have seven to ten different meanings for a singular flower. Why not? It was fun. Yeah, but some languages they have multiple, the same word with multiple meanings behind it. Exactly. So you kind of consider that as well, that the language of flowers is its own language in itself. Also, it also depends on the tone. Yeah, and you can also send a message depicting like how deeply you mean something to depending on which flowers you choose. So that's fun too. And the language is so diverse for the language for the flowers themselves. You can present somebody with a vase of flowers or a bouquet saying anything from I will love you until my dying breath to I will pee and dance on your grave and anything in between. And and because this this idea, this ideal of these flower languages is so rare nowadays. I feel like this, though the language is lost, you can still get some humor out of it, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would actually, I would love to see a revival of flower language. I, I just, it's something that I've grown up enjoying and I love to garden and I love to plant things. So knowing that in my garden right now, I have things that represent love, devotion, and utter hatred at the same time is hilarious to me. And, and, and mind you, not all, um, not all of these items that we're going to list today are, are necessarily flowers, but they are still within the language of flowers in the natural world. The language of flowers doesn't refer to flowers as, well, 
roses, peonies, hydrangeas, like your traditional flower flowers. The language of flowers refers to most forms of flora, meaning anything naturally growing in the world of plants, such as even garlic or olive branches or beetroot are in the language of flowers. So it's not just your traditional posies, it's anything that naturally grows and could potentially have a bloom is part of it. And there's even like less known, lesser known things that we still hear commonly that we don't think of that is considered flower language. Like, like when cauliflower. Not many people know that broccoli or cauliflower, the part we eat, is the blossom. Mm -hmm. Cauliflower has a specific meaning in the language of flowers. It's not just roses and daffodils. Yeah, or like you hear the term extending an olive branch. An olive branch is considered part of flower language because it does mean like an apology, but... Also, the olive it's... bloom itself represent if giving it to someone signifies that they have won they have bested you which is why they used to extend an olive branch or a laurel of olive branches at the first olympic games so did you know that going off of uh tuesday's conversation about your love of melancholy uh -huh. <laughs> amber uh that that is actually what uh, autumn leaves are supposed to signify in a bouquet Autumn leaves in a bouquet signify melancholy. I mean, I can kind of see that. Like, I didn't know that, but I could kind of see that simply because leaves in autumn are falling off the tree. It's kind of signifying, like, the end of something. So I could see that... The end of something, the start of something new, that yeah. hesitation. Okay. That's pretty interesting. I like that. Are, are we... How are we going to do this? I, I'm... I've got a list of flowers because I... I just have some of my favorites, and I kind of have a list of screw you flowers, and then I have a list of really nice, like, like loving and happy flowers, and then I've got, like, a few of my favorite flowers and the different colors. I figured but... we could just jump in by theme. Okay. Well, what's our first theme, so I kind of know where I'm going off of? <laughs> Let's go with um, happiness or joy. Okay, the, I, the better meetings first. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. I just wanted to be I, sure. We're going to just go uh, uh, morbid that's very fine. quickly, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, Happy no. first, and then we'll get into the fun ones. That's Sweet fine. Todd, all over again. Oh, boy. Um, I actually have a plant. It's it's not a flowering plant. It's actually a plant which their leaves are pretty diverse. It's the elephant deer plant. Okay. Um, oh, I like those. My mother calladium. grows those. Uh, it means great joy and delight. Woo! as far as I I have for that right now. <laughs> so like joy and delight. So okay, I've got I've got a couple that are somewhat similar to that. I've got uh like lily of the valley means return of happiness. And I've seen that like in actual usage of flowers, lily of the valley is normally planted around um times where people are getting married or really used in decoration there. So that's kind of cool. And then Something along the lines of happiness. I actually found one that I thought was rather interesting. Uh-oh. Clovers. Your traditional clover does not just mean good luck and leprechauns and St. Patty's Day. That's it's actually poorly. when sprinkled into a bouquet or a corsage is wishing for a long and happy marriage. 
there's a lot of different flowers you can pair together for a happy marriage. And and but for like clover things. specifically is, and I quote, a wish for a long and happy marriage. Oh, cool. Just clover itself when added into a corsage or a bouquet on your wedding day. Cool. So if you just put a small sprig of clover or a clover blossom in there, it's supposed to be a good luck blessing for a long-lasting and happy relationship. Which I thought that was kind of cool, because as much of a dick as I am most of the time, I am a hopeless romantic. So little things like this just kind of tickle me. They make me happy. Yeah, Hatters, there's a reason why when Brendan begins talking, half the time I'm saying, "Uh uh-oh, or oh boy, because... Sometimes I'm expecting a doozy to come out of his mouth. That's that's why. It's not that I I don't like what Brendan says. It's just I'm not she always sure what's happening. For the worst, because sometimes I can sit there and just sprinkle a random thing in, and sometimes it's Brendan. You can't say that in front of other people. Yeah, but they're both fun. It's just some are not good for polite company. That's all. <laughs> I am very bad at parties, guys. I will make people cry on accident. Honestly, to go with clover, though, I'd probably put fern in the same kind of bouquet because fern is sincerity. So that's I a, like that. That's a fun one. I'm also rather fond of ferns, too. I think ferns are gorgeous. I actually, my grandparents moved up north and I dug up some of their ferns before they moved and transplanted them at my home, so... Ferns are very special to me. I like that. Um, My mother used to grow ferns quite often, and when she wasn't growing ferns, we had an ivy that we tried to grow. That did not go so well. Fidelity. Interesting. Ivy is a fun one. It means fidelity. And if you pair fidelity and sincerity and throw a little myrtle in there for love... And daffodil for new beginnings. I mean, that would be a very pretty bouquet for a new bride. I think that would be fun. And, you know, just to, just to spice things up, you might throw a little wild banana orchid in there. What does that mean? Well, a wild banana orchid is supposed to signify intense sexual relationships. Woo! Okay. <laughs> okay, that's that's fair. That's a little uh, heating things up a little early. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I, I was sticking with the with the nicer meaning, or like not not the nicer meanings, but the like the sweeter meanings to go right off. The well, hand. maybe to quell cold feet, then replace the banana orchid with skullcap. Unlike its rather daunting name, it actually means. A relaxation of nerves, a calmness. I have a common heather. Oh, never mind. Common heather. It is separated by colors. So sometimes when you have a flower and it has different colors in its family, (laughs) it'll come with different meanings. So like pink heather would be good luck. Uh, Purple heather would be admiration, beauty, solitude. And then white heather was considered protection from danger. White heather also signifies when giving a single blossom to someone, you are telling them to be brave. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't see that one. That's... I kind of like the way that both those pair together, though. Like, here, be brave because you're protected. 
Like, it's kind of like a talisman almost. There are a lot of flowers that just one flower by itself, depending on how you present it or what it's with, mean different things. Yeah. By the way, folks, we have three different books we're going off of, so... We've had three different books going round-robin between the three of us and fun little internet and botanical searches. Also, I've just been studying my herbs and stuff for years, so... I've got that kind of to fall back on, but yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm proud of that. Don't don't even bother coughing. I'll, I'm perfectly happy telling you my I've got a green thumb and happy to use it. But I like, yeah, the, the flowers that have, like, sweet little meanings are just fun to me. Like, pansy, it means think of me. And bluebell is constancy. And if you want to... Uh, like baby's breath, if you want to let somebody know that you have everlasting love for them, you use that. Um, it's just so much fun. I, I also like uh, tulips. If you give somebody a bunch of tulips, it's a declaration of your love for them. So that could be like the very first time you're really seeing somebody for a first date. You know, instead of grinder and tender, let's go back to the old ways, guys. Let's get back to courting. Um, how about giving a bunch of tulips on a first date and letting them know that you're really interested? Or if you want to be sneaky about it, how about some agapanthus and acacia? Agapanthus means love letter, and acacia is like a secret love, so a secret admirer bouquet. That'd be fun. Instead of a... The book is trying to kill me. I was trying to find one of my, uh, things that I had written down, and, uh, unfortunately I, I hit cannabis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! No no! So for those that don't know, unlike most people who are allergic to a single item within an item, I am allergic to the entire cannabis plant. That goes for its hemp derivative. I can't touch it, I can't breathe it, it just tries to murder me. I have seen this woman try to make a bracelet out of hemp cord and bust out in hives. And I kind of am looking at the symbolic meanings on this plant. Give it to us, because I want to laugh. Please. And it means hardiness and roughness. And I am uh, definitely it's neither rough on of those you. things. That, that's the best irony? I think for you, that's more of a warning. Don't touch me, I'll rough you up. <laughs> well, yes. so I not only get hives from touching any of the plant, if I inhale it, I start to go into anaphylactic shock. And don't ask me about eating it. Vomiting is not pleasant when you're trying to learn how to breathe again. <laughs> Okay, sorry to cut you off there, Brendan. uh, But Amber, going back to your using flower language as subtle or grand gestures instead of any of what we do today. Say you've had a long-lasting and fruitful relationship. Say you want to take that next step with somebody. Okay. A bouquet of specifically 12 red wild roses... says my love for you is everlasting and if presented to your love on bended knee states literally will you marry me so let's stop spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on glorified rocks and give people a bouquet of the red wild roses on the wedding day, present them with the stone. Don't hand it to them with the question. Give them flowers. Tickle their heart. 
don't go, hey, I spent a lot of money on you, marry me. To be fair, my my fancy, shiny, expensive rock was a family hand-me-down, so... That is one thing entirely different. I... I'm talking you want to propose to your guy or gal, and the first thing you think of is hitting up Zales and dropping however many grand? No, no, no. Hit no, up no, your no, local no. jewelry, spend, spend like 150 on a nice silver band, like promise ring style, and do flowers. Like... Don't go yes. ten grand right away. Do do that for your matching wedding set. That'd be like nice. for your matching wedding band, by all means, knock over Azales. Don't actually knock it over. Just pay the nice man. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but like, go drop several grand for the matching wedding bands that you're going to be wearing for the rest of your lives. That's something that's eternal. But for the fleeting night when you go and you ask for someone's hand in marriage, instead of a big flashy engagement ring, do something sweet for them. Do something nice and heartfelt. Give them a bouquet that literally says, my love for you will not die. Marry me. And for that, 12 red wild roses send that exact message. See, I like the idea of the 12 roses. However... I, myself, am not a Rose fan. I'm really not. And I know some people really well, aren't a fan of Roses. have a wide variety of meanings. Most of oh, them yeah. do have love as part of the meaning, but... There are some. Or there's some admiration of qualities, too. Right. Like, a white rose might say, I trust you. A red wild rose in a bundle asks for marriage and says, I will always love you. But a single one signifies a new path, or trust, or promises. A single one laid down at someone's feet signifies betrayal. Interesting. So, you guys are talking about newlyweds, and I, I, what I had been trying to look up is the wild cabbage. Cabbage plant. Because, <laughs> yes! All I can think of Avatar The Last Airbender is, my cabbages! Yes! <laughs> If and you're about to tell me that this cabbage plant in Victorian this guy, slang this is where they got the cabbage patch kids from. Oh my lord. So, so it's supposed to mean profit and self-willed. <laughs> it's supposed to be lucky. Aww. And it's a fir- the Vulcan Vax is the first thing that newlyweds should do to wish good luck on their marriage is to plant this plant. <laughs> Okay, so it's kind of like a superstition, like for good luck. How uh, in some cultures they jump over a broom, or I was just thinking, the... thinking. Wow, I English good. I was this. just thinking, jumping the broom. Yeah, so it's it's like a a good luck symbol to start your life together. Or That's like awesome. tie, or like tying the ribbon in some of the ceremonies. I kind of want to grow a cabbage around here, but cabbage. Cabbage slugs are definitely a thing where we live, and my I mom just don't tried to grow those. cabbages, and then a groundhog made shelter under her porch, ate the cabbages and her sunflowers. She oh. tried to relocate it to the bog, and it came back. That's now, mind you, the funny. bog is like four miles from her house, and the bitch came back. That's a that's a very stubborn animal. <laughs> it is. She can't get rid of it. She's tried for a few years. She's just kind of resigned herself to the fact that she she her closest neighbor is a groundhog yeah no, it lives I'm, under the den if i uh, getting back to the flower thing though i i appreciate the cabbage story though that's amazing <laughs> uh getting back to roses though i've in my studies for victorian flower language i 
know that red is love. White is like a heart that's unacquainted with love, like a new love or like typically given to a maiden when you first First meet love. Like, yes, like a love a at young, first sight. Yes. First love. Yes. Pure love. Yes. Burgundy, like a deep red rose, like really deep, is unconscious beauty. Like you're gorgeous, but you don't know it, and I want you to know it. It's a message that you give to somebody, like, I admire how beautiful you Those are. Those are actually some of my favorite roses. Yeah. Those rich, merlot-colored mm-hmm. roses. Orange is fascination. Huh. I, I thought that that's an interesting color, too, because you do see some orange orange roses, and I... Not to sound old hat, but that is actually fascinating. Yeah. I... Ha ha. Ha ha. Funny. <laughs> Like I said, not to sound old hat, but that's the first thing that actually I wanted to say, and I didn't want to be that guy. No, I get it. I love... My favorite favorite rose color is yellow, but that's only because of the message. Like I said, I'm not fond of roses myself. I prefer carnations or other flowers, just because when I get roses, they die pretty quickly where I live. Oh, they do. But yellow yellow means infidelity. Yellow, if you... Oh! Yeah, yellow like is a... Like a red wild rose could mean betrayal. Yeah, yeah. Yellow roses mean inf- infidelity. Somebody was unfaithful to you, and that's hilarious to me. But... You I could think give I've your partner a, a yellow where, rose where some, and basically uh, say, I know you've been yellow roses. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I like... Uh, if you want to send, like, your friend a pick-me-up, you can send them a mix of pale peach pink and purple roses because pale peach is like modesty but pink is grace and purple is enchantment like that's a nice little blend there like your grace and modesty is enchanting is enchanting and inspiring to me which is kind of fun to send to somebody you know unless they send back pink and yellow chrysanthemums uh, yeah, that would be, uh... For those fun. who don't know, um, pink and yellow chrysanthemums are a blatant refusal. A rejection. Oh, there's more that will reject, too. I just, I... So, if you give someone your lovely little bouquet of roses, and then they turn around and they're like, here, pink chrysanthemums, they're saying no. Next. So, um... <laughs> Just because we're hitting the middle of the podcast here, I just want to kind of give you guys a update on the books that we actually went through so that if you would like to go and read these same books, we welcome you to it. Uh, they the were first, quite enlightening. The first one we have is a Victorian Flower Dictionary, The Language of Flowers Companion by Mandy Kirkby. And uh, the introduction is by Vanessa Diffenbo. I think that's the word. That Well, if I butchered your name, uh, Vanessa, I'm sorry. Uh, Flowerpedia is the other book, A Thousand Flowers and Their Meanings, by uh, Charlene Darcy. And then the last book we went through was The Complete Language of Flowers, A uh, Definitive and Illustrated History, by uh, S. Teresa Dietz. And if you would like to read any of these books, we would recommend it. She had uh, if you with like oh, to do D-I-D. watercolor flowers, yeah. these books are really great. Oh, dramatic. The, the Victorian Flower Dictionary by Mandy Kirkby and the uh, Complete Language of Flowers is also a really good one for flower references because they actually show full images. I will post them on the social media account so you guys can keep up with that. I. I do have to say that I did look up lilacs because they're one of my my step-grandmothers. 
favorite flowers. They are. And then I realized the language, and I wonder if she knew. Uh oh. Lovely flowers, weird meanings. Let's go. What is it? Disappointments. Oh. (laughs) That's why they're my mother's favorite flowers, because my sister and I are complete disappointments. Wow. They didn't. She didn't hand them to you, though. She handed them to me. No, but when I was in high school, she suddenly started growing lilac bushes. So I'm starting to wonder. If she was that disappointed, she would have probably started growing them when you were younger, when you were worse. No, she started growing them when I was in high school. Right next to my roses. Hey, oh. she didn't give you. She didn't give you basil or orange lilies. You're you're doing a little better than some people. Orange lilies and basil both are like outright hatred. Beautiful. Yeah, it's. I know my next bouquet. Oh, there's. You can mix all kinds of stuff into that. That's. Oh, speaking of roses, burgundy roses. I. Beauty. And unconscious beauty. Yep. Unconscious beauty, like you're not sure, and like you want to let somebody know that you think they're beautiful and they don't Aww, know it. Queen of the Meadow, blessings to the bride. Oh, so sweet. So, so sweet. one of yep. my favorite meanings I have found was of German chamomile, which means to be patient in adversity. Yeah. I picked all the happy flowers, I'm realizing. Like, I like happy flowers, except the Camilla, um, the Camilla flower. Camilla. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. It, it's got a great bloom, I'm just going to say that. And I, I realize I have a bunch of resin pieces that are actually Camilla flowers, so that'll be interesting to paint them. Uh, the yellow one is longing. Red is ardent love. You're the flame of my heart. Quote unquote. White. Yes, that is a color. <laughs> Adoration, white? beauty, loveliness, perfection, waiting, and you are adorable. Pink. Desire, longing, obsession. Yep. Yeah. Persistent desire. And all I'm thinking is, oh my god. You don't ever want to be handed a bouquet of those. No, thank you. Because you're going to run for the hills, honey. If you, you just grab those heels and run. Look, if you're ever given a, a bouquet of those, what you reply with is you give them hydrangeas and candy tuft. Because hydrangea is dispassion and candy tuft is indifference. You're obsessed with me. I don't give a rat's ass about you. There you go. That's a, that's a quick way to shut them down. Well, you know, obsession. They might just keep on coming. And then you reply with the basil and the orange lilies for hatred and snapdragon for uh, presumption. Like, how dare you presume that I would still be interested? Fantastic. Oh, yeah. When you mix flowers in a bouquet, you can send all kinds of fun messages. So. So, I actually have found one of my favorite flowers growing up has been belladonna. Oh, God. For anybody that doesn't know, Belladonna is extremely poisonous. But it's so pretty. I wasn't trying to eat it. It was pretty. (laughs) It's so pretty. Do not feed it to your animals. Do not feed it to the people. Do not nibble on it to test its effects. Don't (laughs) do that. Tulips tulips are poisonous to cats. I never knew that. Surprise! Yeah. But no, um, as a kid and growing up as a teenager, one of my favorite plants to look at just because of its beauty, Gesundheit. 
Thank you. I'm sorry. I sneezed, guys. I apologize. But just one of my favorite flowers to look at because of its beauty was Belladonna. Mm-hmm. I didn't learn until much later that Belladonna bad, Belladonna kill. I didn't realize that later. Well, I, I love but the fact. But unlike its um, rather toxic nature, its symbolism is actually quite sweet. It's commonly in bouquets and in its symbolism... It says to be still, to be quiet, and to listen. It symbolizes emotional breakthroughs and negative imbalances to be shifted away. It's a plant of positivity. Like, as a poisonous plant as it is, its symbolism is nothing but positive vibes. I found that utterly fascinating. I love irony flowers. Irony is the best is the best thing. It's just Like great. this plant is one of the most toxic flowers that you can find and its symbolism is nothing but good vibes. <laughs> exactly. It's just it's really sweet what its symbolism. Can we get rid of the glitter bombs and do like fuck you flowers instead cuz fucking glitter bombs. Uh, I will happily make fuck you bouquets. I love them. I have so Many flowers that can stand for so many things. The problem with us getting together is we come up with all these business uh, adventures and we just can't afford them all. That's true. I mean, to be fair, there are a couple of people in my life that I would just love to send them unwittingly a bouquet that says, when you die, I will piss on your grave. So, 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 guys... Here, here, here's something to process. I know this is our third show in, but if we gain a following, if we, we can get this word out there of Topic Top Hat, and we can start, like, incurring a following, and you guys want to support us, we we will set up a site to send people fuck you flowers. That would be so much fun. And if you tell us exactly, like, backstory behind, we can even be like, you're useless, screw you. Or, I don't like you because you disappoint me. Or, I have disdain. Like, there's so many different ways to say it. And the funniest fact of the matter is those flowers are so fucking pretty. (laughs) You would never think they mean They're some of the most beautiful flowers, but they mean such things like... The most beautiful flower out there could say disdain, or I don't trust you, or you're a backstabber. So that would be... Or I don't ever want to see you again. I have fallen out of love. Yeah. You're a liar. Yeah. Go away. Yeah. Like, there's a flower for everything. I could could list a few. That was... Yeah. Like, yellow carnation, disdain or disappointment in people. Foxglove, insincerity. You're a liar. Scarlet geraniums, stupidity. <laughs> Meadowsweet, you're useless. Meadowsweet's so pretty, though. I, I but it, it's uselessness. But now that I'm thinking about it, I guess I understand the idea of doing a glitter bomb over flowers because somebody could, you, you could have somebody that really hates a person and sends them the flower they're fucking allergic to. I'm that jerk who just kind of thought, well, I mean, it'd be funnier. I never, I never said I was a good they, person. Well, they would sit then, there and it, they'd think, oh, I have a secret admirer, and then put as their centerpiece a bouquet that says, ah, fall off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and they'd invite their parents over for Sunday supper, and they'd be sitting there like, oh, it's such a lovely bouquet, and they'd be none the wiser. And just yeah. so you guys are aware, we, we talk about this topic not only because there's a we still use flowers today in things like weddings. By the way, the next wedding you go to, pay attention to those flowers. Find those meanings, because that might be fucking hilarious. It could either be extremely sweet, or you could be sitting there in the third row trying not to laugh during the reception. Because the flowers literally equate to, fuck you. Yeah, if there's columbine and anemones at a wedding, it means forsaken and desertion. That's not going to be a great wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying, guys. Oh, no. Just Don't be the bridesmaid for that bride's bride because that's going to turn into a divorce three years later. Yeah. <laughs> um, or or, or groomsmen. Yeah. If you um, see white carnations, that means sweet and lovely. That's probably a better side. Just yeah. Carnations also it. live longer, which is really nice. That's why I like them better. Um. On that same note, uh, we 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 do not condone sending violent messages. To unwitting individuals and then telling them what it means because that's just picking a fight. Yeah, don't do it if, like, if somebody doesn't deserve it, don't be a jerk. But if, like, you. Don't bully through flowers. That's just plain rude. Yeah, don't be the attacker. But if somebody. The Victorians did because they were passive aggressive, but that's that's, that's That's, a different time. That's fair. Don't be the aggressor, but if somebody crossed you, this is a great reply. That's what we're saying. Do not instigate. Instead, rebuttal. Yes. Like a gentleman. Yes. You're going to make a one hell of a butler joke? No. (laughs) (laughs) Not this time. Not not this time. would be great, though. Oh, I really think they use that in in black. uh, Black butler. That's right, right? Yep. Aye. Okay, cool. I really think they use the Victorian mannerisms in such a fashion that is just really impressive. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go off on a tangent here for a second. Uh, because I uh, I am just one of those anime nerds that will watch it both in Japanese and English. And I will say that I don't mind those that dub over it. The subtleties of the anime um, that you wouldn't get normally because you don't know the language. But in Black Butler, there is a scene... Where they do end up sending you a fuck you bouquet. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. I love that so much. But I, uh, I, I can appreciate that. But I actually came across the language of flowers when I was actually being a super nerd and LARPing. And if you don't know what LARPing is, it's live action role play. I used to play a uh, in a Vampire the Masquerade live action role play by o- OWBN. Yes, we're those nerds. Oh my god. We are well, those they nerds. are those nerds. I tabletop. Tabletop's still an RP, and you still act some things out, so I, I consider yes, it a Yes, but there is a difference between tabletop and LARP. There is a bit of difference, I will say. We're I not like getting both. into that right now. Anyways. Sorry. <laughs> that is a to- I'm going to write that topic down, and we'll put it in the top yet. We'll debate which one is better. I am staying out of that entirely. I've never played tabletop. Don't don't shame me. Don't shame me. Anyways, as you were saying. Um, but in this game, I actually use the language of flowers. And in, <laughs> in the life, I sent somebody a forget you, fucker, bouquet. And it was fantastic. And it made me so happy. But I read an entire book for that one scene. Oh, yeah. Well, there's so much information. Like, my favorite things are... Piecing together different bouquets. Like, I actually wrote down a list of flowers I would use to apologize to somebody and to say thank you to somebody. 
because there's different times and places and like there's a different way to say thank you to somebody for a really special gift and there's a different way to say thank you to somebody for an interview that you've had like thank you for your time and you can say both with a bouquet of flowers you just use different ones what is your favorite bouquet of flowers that you found brendan i actually unfortunately did not find the time to be able to look up and piece together a bouquet out of everything as much as i wanted to so on the next one i'll have to just kind of pepper that in in the beginning before we really get into the topic begrudgingly why don't you tell us about your favorite bouquets i like I like the thank you bouquets. They're they're fun. Like you can say thank you in a couple different ways. Like I said, you can say thank you to like friends and family, and you can use uh, feverfew, which is warmth, and flax, which means I feel your kindness, and lisianthus, which is appreciation, and peppermint, which is a warmth of feeling, and. Uh, if you just want to say that, hey, you're grateful for something like business-wise, if you want to send something to a business partner or a company that your business has worked with, you can send agrimony, which means gratitude. Oh, wow. So there's there's a few different ways to do things. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. I think I might use that last one. Um, I, I want to even outstate this for any artists out there that like are looking at this and anybody that looks at this and goes flowers are so expensive why would you send a bouquet to anybody i'm i i am never gonna end up sending a bouquet but recently somebody in my family passed uh this past weekend and um i will be sending out a uh wreath uh not an actual physical wreath but like i'm a painter so in watercolor i'll be sending out a funeral wreath with her name written in it in calligraphy so it, it, there's so many options to take this and use it elsewhere, but that's just kind of my main thing. And also, you don't have to use live flowers. If you're going to give something to, like, a small gift for a friend or something, like a small thank you bouquet, you can go to the craft shop and find these flowers there, too. Then and they last forever. They do. You can make, like, a pretty little vase and fill it with marbles and put the, the fake stems in there, and they can have a permanent little thank you from you. So it's it's... Interesting. You you don't have to use live flowers. You're no. referring to the silk flowers, right? I yes. love silk flowers. Yes. I have some in the closet. And then I re- I'm realizing that some of the bouquets that I had for as a bridesmaid, maybe, for another wedding that I was supposed to be a part of that I got sick and couldn't be a part of, those flowers may not actually be the nicest flowers in the world. <laughs> well, that'd be interesting. Oops. Starting off... Um, we actually have a few uh, silk flower, dollar store flower uh, bouquets here that one which I had received as a bridesmaid that I just held on to for now several years because as a craft smuggler, you never throw anything that could be useful away. No, I'm not a hoarder. I promise I'm not a hoarder. They're useful on the back. And then my uh, own bouquet uh, from my own wedding. Should we start with the bouquet that I would have had as a bridesmaid first. I think that would be hilarious. Why not? As I'm looking at it, I am half elated to pick it apart. Not not physically, we're not like tearing this thing apart, but I am I am both horrified and elated 
at the look of this thing simply because I can just pick out different meanings right now, and it's my so, interesting. The couple's wedding was pink, uh, um, purple, and yellow, so it is. It, it's an attractive. Um, it really bouquet. is a lovely looking. Bouquet. It is very attractive to the eye. It's just we're trying very, to point very out pretty. meanings, and I just I find it humorous. Would you like to tell us about the meanings? Amber did all the look up. She's wonderful. I'm so let's just go down the line. The I'm rabbit a... hole, here we come. Okay, this this bouquet has about let's see, one, two, three about six different flowers in it, so this is gonna be fun to pick apart here. Um we'll start with the biggest eye catcher. There's some really pretty yellow roses scattered throughout this bouquet and yeah, they're eye catching. But for a wedding bouquet, a, a flower that symbolizes infidelity is probably not the way you want to start things out. <laughs> yeah. Let, oh dear. That and mind you, yellow roses are very beautiful. Modern day yellow roses could stand for friendship. There is a also not a good way to start your wedding. <laughs> I mean, if you really like yellow and roses, because that was actually humorously enough my. Like if you're Aunt's going for a gave her pretty a yellow bouquet, rose, but that yellow was her favorite color. <laughs> if you're going for a pretty bouquet, this one is very fetching, very very well done in terms of aesthetic. But if you're going for the colloquialism of the flowers, yellow roses is not the first choice I would have picked. For That's for all. not That's us all. herb freaks, what does that word mean? Uh, colloquialism is basically the meaning behind things or the way things talk. I'm sorry, I'm rather loquacious. I talk a lot. I just, I don't, I don't know every word in the book, so I had to ask. I kind of ate a dictionary when I was five and became a computer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. Oh, Next boy. flowers. Daylilies. Let's go with that one first. Daylil okay, that's another interesting one. Pretty Which flower, beautiful purple striping, beautiful well, white petals. at the night opens in the day it this is symbolic this one could be used in a bouquet i just wouldn't put it in with this specific one because of some of the other flowers which we'll get to but the daylily means uh coquetry or being coquettish which is kind of flirty and kind of sexy so i mean that's that's an interesting one if you want to give like a personal thing like a personal message to your groom like slipping one in there for a little bit of whimsy is fine like it but spices it up this bouquet has one two three four five there is as many daylilies as there are yellow roses okay <laughs> that's quite a strong Strong statement there. Flirty, <laughs> sexy, and unfaithful. Let's keep it going. This, Why don't we this go is uh, interesting. With the round petaled flowers next. The small round ones. The, the white and green ones. White ones? The white and green? Yes. Um, The pisum? The, the, the pea the, flowers. The garden pea flowers. Those mean love, but they also mean money. <laughs> love of money! <laughs> so... Then there's these curious little purple and white round flowers. I haven't actually seen these before. Uh, those ones, those were the corn cockles, correct? Yes. Yes, those were the yes. corn cockles. Those are geniality. 
being genial, being in a general good mood. I think that's a good one for a wedding. But jovial of spirit. I would put those at a wedding table setting at the like dinner typically held with the party. With general, the yeah, yeah. The general populace. Uh, why don't the we guests. do the white flowers next? Those ones? Yes, they threw in some white ones. Uh, those ones are the hyacinths. Those ones are... Oh, no, these are the hyacinths. No, oh, yeah, those are the hyacinths. Oh, the white ones, oh. These? Those ones I did not find because they look plasticky. Yeah, did not... we didn't know. They look spiky, and they could be anything from dog tail to anything. They didn't have a general oh, wait, look. Oh, wait, no, those these, were in the other these, no, these, these, these ones. I these gave are... you the answer to these ones already. Yeah, those no, were the those pea were flowers. The flower. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. That was I pea thought that was the pea flower. Let me see. No, this is an herb. Yeah, that's that's an herb that uh, I don't remember the name of it, but there's an herb in there that also stands for constancy, which constancy is a good thing to have in a wedding. Uh, a, a wedding one. So I did like that. But... We'll do the hyacinth next. That should be the last in the bouquet. Oh, uh, there's uh. The violets too. Yes. Oh, oh so, yeah. There's and violets. And the reason and I knew that looking and... at these off the bat were blue violets is because earlier today I was curious and I looked up the Wisconsin state flower. Yep. And lo and behold, it's this little guy. Yeah. So hyacinth, which could be symbolic, is a forgiveness mm. flower. It's asking somebody to forgive you. Hyacinth. Which is really weird to have in a bouquet for a wedding. Well, the bouquet also says, hey, I'm unfaithful. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> so, the yellow roses say, I'm unfaithful. And then the hyacinth says, I'm There's sorry, forgive me. There's five as well. <laughs> I... One for oh, right. each what groomsman. about the violets? Violet, violet is another one that I would say is perfectly fine in a... The violets are nice. Thing. They have a sweet meaning. It means modest worth. And... I, th- I like that one, especially for, like, a first-time bride or, like, a young bride. I I think that's a fun one to do. A modest worth as, like, hey, I'm not trying to be gaudy, but I know that I am worthy and I'm... Oh, that is it's beautiful. Just, yeah. That's a beautiful meaning. See, guys, I know that I'm the okay. one so who's meant some, for you. There are some that are really good in that bouquet. There are some that make that bouquet a train wreck. <laughs> I... This bouquet, in short summation, is all over the place. Yes. I think the overall aesthetic was quite lovely. It's a beautiful it's, bouquet to look at. It is at. a beautiful and bouquet. Catching. And I think that at. was the entire plan with the bouquet, was I think they wanted it to look pretty and go with the wedding colors. And that's if that exactly. was the goal, it is to the letter, the perfect bouquet for the and, wedding. And that's exactly what most weddings do these days, is they, they just go off of the type of flower and what they look like. Yeah, color coordination as opposed now, to meaning. Now, precursor, the next bouquet we're doing is a monster bouquet because it was my wedding bouquet and I couldn't decide on my flowers, so I kind of just threw a bunch, a bunch in there. So, Although not knowing, not knowing, not knowing any of the meanings. Yeah. So let's precursor that because this makes it so much better. It's it's she amazing. She built her wedding bouquet, not knowing meanings or anything. Just picked the flowers and the plants that looked lovely together and arranged them how they looked nice, how she wanted it. And there are eight different kinds of plants and flowers in this bouquet. And it just so happened that the meanings and everything just went so fluidly together and so perfectly. It was a happy accident. If you need a wedding planner, let me know. I can help you with your floral arrangements. I, I can't <laughs> help you with anything else, but I can help you with at least that much. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Why don't we kick it off with? The, I did a lily pad in mine because I'm extra as hell. It so, sits right on top of the bouquet. It's like Pictures a will umbrella. be. The picture of the bouquet will be on our social media pages. Take a gander. Yeah, I love, I love your bouquet. I was, I was very happy when, when you put it together. And looking at the meanings at it now, it's it's it just makes clever. it so much better. <laughs> it's clever and just wonderful. Did you so, find out what the lily pad meant? It means purity. Aww. <laughs> it's not pure, but that's okay. No, but I okay. Here's the thing. You've got a few here that are are certain meanings, but when you group them together, like there are some flowers that mean something by themselves, but in a group of flower, they the flowered meaning changes. So I'm gonna give a roundabout uh, meaning of what each flower or plant stands for, but then I'm going to give you a tie-in of what the entire bouquet would say, because it does have a specific meaning, and I like it, and I think you will too. So that, the, the lily pad is purity, and you have ferns and ivy, and fern is sincerity, and ivy is fidelity, being faithful, and you have calla lilies, which is modesty, and you have delphinium, which means an open heart and ardent attachment. And you have laurel, which is chastity and health and fertility. And you have sakura blossoms. And the main theme of her bouquet is mostly white with like a hint of like pink in the flowers. Just the the faintest splash. Yeah. But the, the sakura blossoms mean renewal. And then she has dockweed, which means fertility or money and wealth. So, it's a nice grouping of flowers. Precursor. I got pregnant again with my last child two years after the wedding. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> and I just realized that this bouquet had all of this fertility Meh. influence into it. Yeah, but you're, you're rounding out of your bouquet. Like, putting all your bouquet together basically... What that was, like, walking down the aisle to Josh, I what I see is you literally told him, I'm with your sincere. bouquet. I'm here with an open heart, and I'm going to be faithful and love you and be with you for the rest of my life. You literally told him with flowers, without even meaning to, <laughs> that you're going to dedicate and love your, your husband forever. I do love him. Ironically, sometimes I love him. Ironically, your bouquet accidentally mirrored your wedding vows to your husband to the letter. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's, impressive that it's like very it is close. Absolutely fantastic that it happened that way. So I appreciate. You'll have to give us a comment on our social media pages if you want to see his reaction to us telling him what the flowers mean. Because yeah. <laughs> that might be interesting. That's cool. I didn't have I didn't have flowers when I got married. I was kind of. Uh, it was kind of a rushed wedding, though. It wasn't rushed. It was the fact that my family lived in Wisconsin at the time, and they we didn't want to have a wedding that my family wasn't able to get to at all. And Jake's what half of his family would be there. He still had some family in Hawaii that probably wouldn't have been able to come over real easily either. So we did the, I know people would say dumb, but we did the smart thing. We did what might be considered an elopement. 
We it would be eloping, I think, at this point. Yeah, we bought my wedding dress. You don't have to run away to elope. No. Eloping is just a. Uh, oh, we went to the nearest small big city. We we lived in Oregon like at the time. Like two, three close friends, a witness, just kind of done in the middle of the afternoon, would be a form of eloping. Yeah, we we and then went you can to throw a park. big formal ceremony later. That's the plan. Isn't that the plan? Is you're 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 going to throw this extravagant like renewal? I want to. We don't have anything planned just yet, but That's really that sweet, is the though. plan. We actually bought my dress. We got Jake's uh, nice shirt that he got married in and we rented a hotel room up in Portland, which was about an hour and a half away from where we lived, and we went up there and I think we picked up the rings like a week before the wedding. <laughs> like we we had this kind of plan, so, little things at once, and okay. we threw together a little wedding right in the park. So we got married under a cherry blossom tree, which, like we said, we we talked about renewal. But uh, yeah, actual flowers beyond the sakura blossoms weren't really there. So I when we do have. A large party in the future. I would like to build my own bouquet. Then I think that would be fun. I think it'd be very interesting to watch. Yeah. Are you guys gonna do a proper ceremony? What do you mean by proper ceremony? I mean, like, are you gonna redo That's a ceremony? That's a loaded question. <laughs> are you gonna do another ceremony where it's kind of about? Yeah. <laughs> Don't put me in trouble, Brendan. <laughs> I just didn't think about it first. I, I'm just, I'm just screwing with you. No, I get it. No, I would like to do like a nice large ceremony and and then a party with the family and having Jake's whole family over and then most hey, of my family. Hey, Firefly Company, if you need to like sponsor somebody for a dress, let us know. Could be cool to to feature your work. Yeah. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink. Who are y'all talking about? Uh, they're a mystical uh, design company that actually does fairy tale wedding dresses. Oh, that's cool. They're very flowy and pretty and cool. And I will promote them everywhere without sponsorship. But you should sponsor us. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> Subtlety, not our forte, if you haven't guessed by now. Subtlety? What the hell is that? We, I'm still we trying to figure it out. We encourage you guys to look up your own flowers, find out your own meetings, and come up with some interesting context for yourself. We, We'd we, love to hear what you come up with. Yeah, honesty. drop a comment. That would be so much fun. It would be cool to see what everybody would make their bouquets out, whether it's good or bad or whatever. Um, all the screw off bouquets, all of them. I want to see them. Please. We encourage you guys to follow us on the social media pages. We have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. If you guys have any questions or you'd like to put forward a new topic, we are glad to hear from you. Just drop us a line on one of our, our social media pages and we will put it into the top hat if we, if as long as it is not M-rated. M-rated will be going to Patreon only. Or we already have that topic, which we would let you know if we do. Yes. We, now, we are very we, big into interacting with our people. If we do actually pull your topic from the hat. We will be sure to thank you for the suggestion. Thank you for tuning in to Topic Top Hat during this tea time. Make sure to follow us on our social media pages for more shenanigans. See you on Saturday. TTH, signing off. Bye.